God, I swear. I think this is going to be the first show. I'm probably not going to be doing an intro today. Okay. Um, I feel like like so much has happened, and we all know it transpired in the last two days. Yeah, said that. Um, uh, well, explain it just in case any, someone's um, listening to this like 10 years from now. Yeah, so um, this episode, what on a day that was going to be so um, celebratory, so like it's the Super Bowl preview special, and don't get me wrong, it still is, but the, but, God, in what transpired, um, I feel like I'm just meandering around now. Um, NBA legend Kobe Bryant was killed in a helicopter crash in in California, and man, just it really shows that life. And the things and the people you love can be taken away in an instant like that. Yeah, doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter how how great you are or, you know, what kind of status you have. It, uh, yeah, um, life is uh, delicate and uh, at times tragic. And, uh, yeah, we learned that. We learned that yesterday. And, uh, you know, our condolences to the Bryant family and the families of the other seven people killed in the helicopter crash. And, uh, yeah, shocking. I mean, uh, yeah, one of the greats. And uh, some could argue that he was the you know, greatest. No, yeah, yeah. But, you know, no matter how much money you have or, you know, whatever, it, it, uh, it this, this, you know, these kind of tragedies happen. It's It sucks, man. It sucks. I'm still in shock, and you know, I'm I'm no Lakers fan by any stretch of the imagination. Like, but I'm, but I appreciate greatness for sure. I appreciate hard work and talent, and uh, you know, from what I know, Kobe, pretty good guy. Uh, encouraged game of basketball. Did a lot of charity work. Uh, loving, great family guy, family man, great father, and you know, unfortunately, his daughter Gianna was killed as well. And uh, yeah, it was it was shocking, man. I uh, I don't know what you were doing when you found out, but I was how I found out. I was I was in my room, just on my computer, on what I thought was going to be an uneventful Sunday and yep. an uneventful end to an uneventful weekend. But then I was on Discord and I saw the news flowing in. First, I saw. Like, oh, my God, Kobe, Kobe. Then I'm like, well, what about Kobe? And I'm like, like, oh, Kobe died. And I'm like, what? And then I checked other other servers. Yeah. And I saw as it came from TMZ. And I'm like, oh, it's TMZ. And then um, I Googled it. And then I saw, like, every single – it was flooded. The entire, like, Twitter – Twitter nearly crashed. Yeah. From the news coming out of this legend being taken from us. Yeah, I saw a lot of vague way posts. Way too soon. Way too soon. A lot of vague posts I saw, and I was like, all right, well, he can't be, can't be dead. I, I thought maybe, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know yeah. what happened, but uh, I I figured it couldn't be good. Usually these things aren't when you see, uh, you know, vague posts about one person in particular. But uh, you know, not that I thought he was invincible or, or anything, but I was just like, yeah, Kobe Bryant came. I mean, what what could have possibly befallen him? But uh, yeah, and I didn't. I didn't. Well, I didn't even know he had a helicopter. So or yeah, it's, I mean. Yeah, I. <laughs> it was Kobe Bryant, man. I know. <laughs> You'd think he'd have a private helicopter. I know, but I just, uh, I, I was like, what? You know, I, I, I was like, all right, probably didn't get shot. Although, you know, we saw that David Ortiz almost got got killed by a gunshot. God, that was. So these things could happen to anybody, but um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't around. Uh, I, I, I imagine, uh, you know, I wasn't around when this happened to. Uh, it, it, um, unfortunately, airplane act, you know these. Aircraft accidents happen to a number of greats in, uh, in our lifetime, in our past. Uh, the ones that come to mind, you know, Roberto Clemente was a huge, shocking one. He was doing charity work oh, when his plane yeah. went down. Um, you know, Thurman Munson. Thurman Munson was, <laughs> uh, went down as prime. Yeah, you know, before our times. And then uh, I think about uh, Corey Lytle from the uh, Philadelphia Phillies was flying uh, his own airplane, uh, went into a building. I don't know if you remember that one. Um I remember Jose, that one. Jose Fernandez. Jose Fernandez, yeah, for sure. In his prime, he was like, what, 25, 26? Yeah, yeah for sure. And he just, like that. Yeah. Another one that comes to mind, Um, I know this is a very unpopular sport, but Dale Earnhardt. Oh, sure. Oh, no, it's a very popular sport, actually. NASCAR, very popular. Like I'm talking about nowadays, but in... Yeah, I think God. people are still reeling from that one. It, uh, yeah, it stinks when greats are taken. Like and like in in my mind, Kobe. I'm I'm not gonna try and draw comparisons, but in my mind, the biggest sports death since Dale Earnhardt. Oh yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think you're right about that. Um, uh, fourth leading scorer, scorer of all time. He was third until the, the night until before LeBron he died, before him. LeBron passed him the night before. And, uh, yeah. And, well, I think this hits you even harder cause, because he he was superstar during your kind of lifetime. I, I, you know. I'm not a big fan of basketball. Sure, but, but yeah, but you can't ignore it. But I had to pay tribute. I saw that. I had to pay tribute. I saw that. That was that was that's, that's nice of you, man. I wrote it like like, last night. Like I found out in in the middle of the day, and I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. you know what? The moment I get to school, I'm gonna write 24 on one wrist, yeah. and I'm gonna write eight on the other. Yeah. So, yeah, like even though I didn't really grow up, um, a school around here, uh, Ranny. Yeah. Like I found out they did a purple and gold like a dress J? down. Oh. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, this impacts everybody, you know, whether you're in New Jersey or, or California or, you know, yeah, I imagine just, Russia, everybody, uh, you know, you recognize one of the greatest of all time. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, just shocking. So, um, so yeah, definitely paying tribute to that. And, you know, I think we've mentioned uh, we're not the biggest of NBA basketball fans, but yeah, we're I'm, sports fans, though. We love yeah, sports. We're sports fans. We love and people who excel at sports. And if they're good guys, that makes it even better. So, and from everything I heard, he was he was a pretty good dude. So, yeah. And uh, yeah, forty one. You know, that's very young. So, um, he's younger younger than you. He is younger. <laughs> yeah, thanks for reminding me. But yes, he is young. He is younger than me. But to me, he's larger than life. You know, he's kind of an ageless uh, legend. He was basketball's version 
of Derek Jeter. In that time frame, comparison, he like he was a class act. He was he had nothing but respect for the yeah. people around him. Like even in that little beef he had with Shaq, like oh my god, Shaq was in ruins about him him dying. Like on oh yeah, well you know they're teammates. They uh they yeah, won they, a they, dynasty they, together. They, they, they won together. They, they played together. One of the greatest dynasties in NBA yep, history. Absolutely. Together. One of the greatest dynasties in sports history. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of Jeter, I don't know if you read, uh, Jeter penned a very nice uh, tribute to him today that uh, you should check out. I can't oh. remember what publication it was in. But um, I think basically he said, hey, you know, when we were together, we didn't even talk about basketball. We talked about our families. We talked about pretty much anything but basketball <laughs> and, uh, you know, joke around. But mainly they, they talk about their families whenever they were, to- they were together and, uh, you know, how he was going to miss him and how he was, he was just a great guy. So... I was, uh, yeah, shocking, and uh, you know, hopefully we don't have to experience any more of these, uh, you know, these deaths. Ho- hopefully. hopefully, 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 yeah. So to have all the people to go that day, it had to be Kobe. Yeah, and and his daughter, and yeah, yeah, and the rest of the uh, you know the uh, there was a couple coaches that yeah, died. He was Aaron Judge's one of Aaron Judge's baseball coaches. Oh yeah, one of the yeah one of uh, one of, one yeah, of the they, Orange County. Coaches. I don't have his name, but if I find it during the the show, I'll I'll, uh, I'll give him a shout for sure. But anyways, I just wanted to give a a quick tribute. Yeah, it was good. I, I the the, uh, the the Sharpie we've got, tribute. We've got a show to do, but the Shar- Sharpie tribute is fitting. And uh, that'll, you know, it's permanent marker, dude, but it'll be on there for a while. Oh, it'll wash off. It's fine. <laughs> I'll see. You, probably, you, you know, and if it doesn't, then, you know, you're paying tribute to Kobe Bryant forever, so. I believe me, it washes off. I've okay. had Sharpie. All right, I'm just making I believe it. I'm me, just, do, do you know the stupid things I've done with Sharpie? I have not. Do you want to tell a story? Uh, sport, are, they, are they sports related? No, they're not sports related. Anyway, we got a show to do. Okay, all we, right. We've got a show to do. I'm pretty sure Kobe... Would want us to to talk to continue on with Cameron Willie show as we do every week, all uh, right. with fire, with passion, and with and you know with our love of sports. Um, Super Bowl preview. I don't know if you want to talk about anything beforehand. I'll let you take the floor though. This is the all uh, right. Ah, uh, so that time has come. The moment we we all wait for it's every that year. Time again. It is the the second. Greatest trophy in sports. Yes. The Lombardi Trophy. The time has come. Yes. It's 54 years strong, everybody. In this. 54 years. Wow. It's really been that long. It has. And uh, and like a 10-year run of stopping using creative logos, which is something <laughs> I always kind of hated about the Super Bowl. Like, you know, like, remember how every single year the logo would be different? I remember, and now, yeah. They, they, Every single year, the logo. Yeah, be, I guess they just kind of got lazy. They definitely got. Just look at look at an image of that. Yeah, there's uh that was 50, uh, last year fifty three. It just you know L I I I with the Lombardi Trophy. Not not very creative. Yeah. And then um, here's one. Of the, yeah, Super Bowl logo history. Yeah, they got very low. They got very lazy. <laughs> the last ever since Super Bowl forty four. Yeah, ever since forty four. Extremely. Um, yeah, whoever's getting paid to do these, and and I know there's a company out there getting paid millions of dollars to do these logos. Uh, yeah, not very creative. So I like this one. I think this is 44, where it's kind of like a 3D angle. That yeah, one's kind of yeah, cool. I like that. 
and uh, 43 was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, they used to incorporate the colors of the whatever the home stadium, I believe. It was uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, now they just got now it's just kind of lazy. But but what are you gonna do? Ooh, ooh, they changed the font this year. Ooh, ooh, they changed the bit, font. A little bit. A little bit. Ooh, they kind of changed the font. Ooh, hold on. A little bit. It's a little thicker. Well, they have more room to play with. Yeah, <laughs> they have more yeah. room to play with. But uh, yeah. But yeah, they used to incorporate the city that they were playing in. It was a nice kind of dedication to the city that they invaded for the Super Bowl. This year, Miami, exciting city. For the, but probably did, like the God knows how many of time we've been in Miami. Well, the they, have, Bowl, they have the nice weather, you know. It's going to be pretty nice there, weather-wise. I think the last time they were down there was 41... Yeah, it was forty one. Yeah, I like the, what what or year? It, it may have been forty four. Uh, let, let's not dwell on that for yeah. too long. Yeah, I like the one when they played here at the Meadowlands. Man, that was fun. Oh, um, I like. I, I wished it was Giants Jets that year. I that would have been perfect. That would have been if it were Giants Jets. Would have been Super cool. Bowl at MetLife. Yeah, I would have been cool. Wasn't meant to be though, but but yes, I swear it, it's it's a big fat curse. Every single team, like whenever the home team in the Super Bowl is whatever stadium is hosting the Super Bowl, their team never plays in it. Yeah. For some reason, the team never plays in it. It's a lot of pressure. Really underrated Super Bowl logo, though, is the Super Bowl 21 logo with the rose because it was in the Rose Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. It looks retro now, but uh, yeah, that was that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. I, um, I, like, Every single one up until like up until like twenty was like looked like it belonged on like a video on a video game cover. Right. On like an Atari cover. Yeah, Atari, like an eight bit, not even eight bit, like one bit Atari cover. <laughs> one bit <laughs> one bit, cover. One bit Atari <laughs> game. <laughs> looked like it belonged on a football X adventure. Yeah. But it was not, it was a nice snapshot of the time. But uh, yeah, somewhere around uh, like Super Bowl, yeah, twenty they got better. They they yeah. kicked it up a notch, and now yeah now yeah now they just look the same. The last few years, I wish they would go back to uh, yeah more creative logos. But um, yeah, it's a good I thing sure to point they, out though. This and the Rocky movies are the oh, here, only me, reason uh, I know about Roman numerals. Um, yes, <laughs> sorry, let me put these up on the screen for anybody watching. Yeah, just so and you if you're an listening on SoundCloud. I'm noticing a big difference in my SoundCloud numbers and my YouTube numbers. Are they going up? No, the, the YouTube numbers, no, they're around like 50 views lower than, than the SoundCloud numbers. If you're on SoundCloud, please do me a favor. Okay. Do us a favor and just go on YouTube and look up The Cameron Woolley Show you will find the big fat logo. The first thing you see is my big extravagant logo that Ming so expertly made. I did. Spent many hours on the, uh, yeah, I had to kick it up. It's a Cameron Willie show. I had to kick it up. <laughs> and you will see my videos. You will see my face. You will see Ming's face. You will see thumbnails of random things that happened and it will be it will stay the thumbnails will stay random things that happened until i eventually get a software that makes me get thumbnails but anyways my main point go on the goddamn youtube channel 
And I'm going. I am going there right now, just so you can see what it looks like. There it is, Cameron Williams. I only show. got 22 subs. Come on, my Derek Jeter video oh, doesn't even have a. Oh, oh, sorry. I just subscribed. You have 23 now. <laughs> sorry. Hey. I think my shared universe account is subscribed, but my subscribe personal on one all has your not. Accounts. But now I have. So You'll sub on all your accounts. Yeah. Come on, the, the the episode forty nine only has two look, views. Look at my Come cheesy on. cheese and face right here, like my crooked teeth. <laughs> yeah, but this is how much fun we have here on the Cameron Woolley Show, everybody. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. I have whole playlists. I love it. I love it. All right, get on that, everybody. Just uh, just, just a get PSA. On it. Get on that. Get on that. Get on that. Yes. Telling you, I want to make a living off of this in the future. You know what I got to do to make a living? I got to get YouTube viewership. Absolutely. Come on, man. No, I, I understand. I get understand. on with it. Get on there, everybody. Get on with it. Get on Come there. on. Yes. You want to see more of the Cameron Woolley show in the future? Well, make sure I don't have to work 20 hours a day. Make yeah. sure I'm able to put all of my effort into this instead of... <laughs> Instead like of actual being, work. Yeah, instead of actual work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, CBS Sports has, they made a list of 54 facts about the 54, the Super 54. I'm not reading all of them, but. Okay, let, let's do our own analysis. Okay. We're not copying off of an article. All right, we're, better all right. than the, okay. we're better than those yes, guys. Yes, we are. We're okay. better than those guys. Okay, where do you want to start? 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. First time that these two have ever met in the Super Bowl. The Letter Bowl. The Letter like, Bowl. I remember when KC I was young. So when I was young, like when I was like three, and I'd be like, or like four or five playing Madden 09 and then seeing like the logos and like ooh KCSF I'm a four year old Cameron that looks cool <laughs> my god it's it does so look cool funny. like so funny the, their logos are kind of the exact same it's scary sure. it's scary to see their logos like the same anyways bring in competitor number one from the NFC, the unexpected, um, the unexpected uh, team to come out on top in the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers, led by former Bill Belichick Padawan Jimmy Garoppolo. That says a lot. <laughs> Wait, what's the score of the Pro Bowl? What's the uh, let's look it up because I. I it was on the background. Uh, wow, 38, 38. That that actually kind of looked cool. Anyways, we don't give a shit about the Pro Bowl on here. That's <laughs> stupid. All right, so our first contestant, the San Francisco 49ers, led by former Belichick Padawan Jimmy Garoppolo, and and they have uh, an interesting cast of characters. They. They have uh, another man on the offense, George Kittle, the tight end, their big receiver, their metal Mario, their man, their rock, carrying the football, catching the football, and just being a damn good tight end. And in the running back, the running game, you got Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, Matt Breida. The trio of three-headed dragon, the King Ghidorah of running backs in the <laughs> NFL, who have just torn through every single defense alive. And it's going to be tough to stop them. <laughs> if you want to stop them, God bless you. Good luck. 
because if you stop them, guess what? You got Jimmy Garoppolo thrown to George Kittle and other receiving threats like Debo Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders. Um, God, could you pull up the other wide receivers that, for some reason, I can't remember for the life of me? Uh, yes. Uh, Kendrick Bourne. Um, uh, uh, Deontay. Dante Pettis. Um. Dante Pettis. <laughs> um, just a very, very, very well-rounded cast of characters on that offense that have bulldozed through the league at a 13-3 and record, the number one seed in the NFC, and they are rightfully here in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they they bulldozed over everyone. They have a very very strong team, balanced, running quarterback, catching defense is good. They're, they're going to be tough oh, to beat. Oh, that's not getting into the defense. Okay. Oh, the offense, the characters I just mentioned, that is nothing compared to this this super monster of a defense. This defense that is just stupid. This, that is the only way I can describe it. Just stupid. Stupid. Uh, on the defensive line, you got guys like Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner, D. Ford, Solomon Thomas, Anthony Zettel, Earl Mitchell, and how can you forget the kid, the kid from Ohio State, the little brother to, <laughs> to another all-pro defensive end in San Diego, Nick Bosa. He has had one hell of a rookie year at the age of 22, and I do not have his stats in front of me right now because I did not prepare well. That's okay. I, for that's this why week. I can look that. I can look that up. A man right who here. had nine sacks, one interception, 47 tackles, one forced fumble. What a beast! And in the playoffs, he has only continued it, playing possibly his best football yet. In two games, he has three sacks, and just what a just a force on that defensive line and he's arguably been the main reason that the San Francisco 49ers defense has been so good and that's not even getting to the other two layers of that that ferocious defense if you could back 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 to the I can do that Um, here you go back to the other cast of characters you got Quan Alexander, Dan Greenlaw, Elijah Lee, Mark, I'm not even going to try to pronounce no, that. Ziocha. Fred Warner, um, Aziz Alshire, and just a great linebacker core that is a hell of a lot better than the Giants the last 15 years, I'll tell you that much. Unfortunately for you, yes. Anyways, that's not talking about the Giants. We're not talking about the Giants any time today. We're talking about good football teams. <laughs> We're talking about two teams that made the Super Bowl. Talking about two teams actually have their shit together. Anyway, so on to that secondary. You have Jimmy Ward, Deontay Johnson, Emmanuel Mosley, DJ Reed Jr., and former NFC West rival bounce back all pro Richard Sherman, who has been... And every single bit of what they wanted since he's come to San Francisco at 31 years old. A renaissance year from Richard Sherman. He is back to the shutdown man that he was in Seattle. The man who destroyed many a season in San Francisco (laughs) only five years ago. And on the special teams, you've got 
old man kicker Robbie Gold, former <laughs> Chicago Bear, former New York Giant, and and uh, because long snappers matter, I'm always a big fan of long snappers. If you could go back, I can yes. Go back. We we love we love long snappers here on the Camera Molly Show. Kyle Nelson, the long snapper for the San Francisco 49ers. Just what a team this is, and they are orchestrated. They're John Williams, they're Alan Silvestri, they're Tom <laughs> Hanks in Polar Express. They're the man who brought it all together. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan. Who is one of two coaches in this game who has a chip on his shoulder? As um, many of people know, Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator who flat out screwed Atlanta out of a Super Bowl and effectively was a big part in their uh, blown 25 point lead okay. in uh, Super Bowl 50. We all remember only it, yes. Three years ago. And just what, what a story he's been. He, He's, it's no accident that his team's 13-3. Something happened at that head coaching position. He's done a great job. Yep. He's brought everyone here. Everybody is just popping. Everybody is just... Everybody's just doing well. And part of that is because of Kyle Shanahan. But also, how can you forget the efforts of one GM, John Lynch? Former All-Pro safety. He knows what football is like. And he he built this team. He built this defense. He built this offense. He built this special teams unit, and he built a thirteen and three juggernaut that and that is now playing for the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, formidable team. Going to be tough to beat, but uh, they're also playing a team that's very hot right now. That. Uh, Bring in contestant number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. God, it's been exactly 50 years since the other letter team is in the Super Bowl. That's right, Super Bowl four against the Minnesota Vikings, everybody. Len like Dawson. Time. Len effing Dawson was their quarterback. <laughs> God, ain't, ain't that crazy? It was 50 years. 50 years. They are playing for their second Super Bowl while San Francisco is playing for their sixth. Yes. And, um. Welcome back, Kansas City. <laughs> 50 years. It was a long time coming. But you guys are back, uh, in large part due to Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Catch up, Kermit, right here. Patrick Mahomes. What, what a postseason he's had. If you could just focus in on that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, comeback, huge comeback victories. Um, great regular season. And just, uh, he's a playmaker. Gets things yeah. done. Yeah, out of college, he was seen as a boomer bust. Let's just say he, he was a big, fat he boom. What, what a quarterback. What a quarterback. And so this year, he threw 26 touchdowns, five interceptions, and he uh, 
he was out for a quarter of the season. So that should just give you that's, a bit of perspective telling. as to what his numbers really were. A uh, completion percentage of 65.9%. And if you could hone in on his postseason stats. Oh, sure. Yep. Uh, he has right had a monstrous postseason, just a a fantastic playoffs. In two games, he has thumped for 615 yards, eight touchdowns, no picks, and a passer rating of 131.5. Just what, what a quarterback, what a player he is, and ain't it just, ain't it just great? We're finally seeing him play. Awesome, for- yeah. Play for a uh, play for a title. Play for football's ultimate prize. I think the the no interceptions is uh, impressive. Yeah, the no interceptions is impressive. Very impressive. And as for as most people know, I am no stranger to seeing quarterbacks turn it on in the playoffs. For sure, and uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah, they took down Houston, even though they were down twenty four. Uh, well, then, that's in part to Bill O'Brien being a total hack. Ah, so, all right. Well, all right. All right. We'll, we won't give uh, Mahomes all the credit. We'll give him. We gotta give him some credit for. Like, <laughs> well, he seven, threw five touchdowns. He did in that game. Five. He did. He threw four in the second quarter. He did. They game, scored man. on seven straight possessions, which uh, you know. He, they ran out of touchdown fireworks. They did. Uh, they ran out of touchdown fireworks. That's how many touchdowns they scored at Arrowhead Stadium. <laughs> And then they took down a very hot Tennessee Titans team. A very, very hot team. Just, and they were down early in that. They yep. were they, they were, were punched in the mouth. They were, but they got back up and kept I'm, going. And I was thinking, "Whoa, my God, the Titans are actually going to do it!" But then uh, the clock struck midnight. Patrick Mahomes turned it up. Two hundred ninety-four yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Just a, a, an amazing. Amazing performance that we've seen from him so far in these playoffs, and he's only done it in two games. Yeah, and who knows what he's going to do on Sunday? I I'm way I can't wait to see. I think all eyes are going to be on him. Uh, can he handle the pressure? He's always he's all he's ready to handle the pressure, but this is well, the, yeah, the biggest duh. stage right well, now. Of course, so. he can he can handle it. <laughs> but we got to get to the other part of characters. Okay, let's get to the other. The the men around him. Uh I think LaShawn McCoy is hurt if I'm not mistaken. But he's he's got another running back back there. It's been more than serviceable. Damian Williams. Damian Williams. Who has been a perfectly fine uh b- bell cow to Patrick Mahomes' bazooka in in these playoffs in this entire season. I've just seen and heard nothing but good. Um, about Damian Williams throughout his entire career, and I'm, and you know, I, I have no problem with him. He's a good back. There's a reason that he's playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, they're gonna need him. They're gonna need every, they're gonna need every weapon they can get in this game. And but we gotta get to the main course of this Chiefs offense. Okay. The receivers. Oh good God the receivers. Uh, who do you want to go to first? Let's go Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyreke superstar. Hill. 
What a stud he is. Tyreek Hill, even though, say what you want about him off the field, but on the field, he is a stud. In these playoffs, he has caught no touchdowns. He's had a shockingly quiet postseason, but but you know at any time he can just turn it up, and he can turn it up big time. And he's he's a cheetah. He is a bona fide cheetah. He's just <laughs> one thing you need to know about him. He's fast. He is just fast. Uh, speed kills, ladies and gentlemen. So Tyreek, yeah, especially Hill. in this day and age, especially with a quarterback with an arm like Mahomes. Yes, speed can and will kill. <laughs> so on to the other, onto his henchmen. His fellow bros, his battalion of buddies. The first man we're going to go to is Cole Hardman, the rookie, this, another speed demon in this Chiefs offense, who um, flopped on my fantasy team. <laughs> Sorry. But he has just been fantastic. Um, in the playoffs, he hasn't really been much, but on, in the return game, I've heard nothing but good about him. And, of course, he is another deep threat that can just torch you at any time and will torch you at any time. If you are caught lacking, he will burn you. Yeah, don't sleep, don't sleep on him, everybody. And then <laughs> on to another guy, Demarcus Robinson, um, who um, is a name I've heard. He's been solid. In the postseason, he hasn't gotten that big of a workload. Well, not a lot of the Chiefs receivers have gotten a big workload, but he's another guy that you got to worry about. He caught four touchdowns in the regular season. And then on to another Chiefs receiver. If you back out, you go down there. There Another guy, Sammy Watkins, former Buffalo Bill, former L.A. Ram reject. (laughs) He has turned it on in the playoffs. In two games, he has 190 yards and one touchdown. He was just fantastic in the AFC Championship game, especially seven receptions, 114 yards, and a long touchdown. Just a a fantastic postseason from Sammy Watkins. And if you're a Chiefs fan, if you're a Chiefs player, and especially if you're Watkins, you got to hope that he shows up and shows up big. And I got a feeling that he will. I got a good feeling. But he hasn't been the main receiver. He hasn't been the guy. You got to go to another position. A position that you don't normally see catching a lot of touchdowns. But when you're a guy like him, it's easy. Travis Kelsey. Hell of a postseason he's had so far. If you... Like in his reg- in the regular season, he caught 1,200, 1,200 yards. And in the playoffs, oh, he's been a beast. 13 receptions, 164 yards, three touchdowns in two games. Um, he, the, the game he really showed up in was the divisional round against the Texans, 10 receptions, 134, yeah, three, three touchdown touchdowns. receptions. Three. He was a big part of that comeback against Houston and part of the reason why they're here today. Just a hell of a receiver, hell of a tight end, and just a great, 
great football player in general, but that's only one side of the ball. What you've got to do now is you got to go to the defense. Defense. It's a mix of young bucks and a few really old men. <laughs> Terrell Suggs, 37 Terrell, years young. He's been solid. Um, Frank Clark, um, 26 years old. We went over that trade on this show. He's been good. Um, Chris Jones, he's been arguably the big guy on that defensive line. Um, some other guys that you may know are Xavier Williams and Darren Lee. Darren Lee is more of a linebacker, but we're going on to the, the linebacker core now. Darren Lee. Um, uh, I don't know. any Anthony Hitchens. Oh, God. Um, there you go. Sorry, I'm pulling up the roster here. Darren Lee. Anthony, Anthony Hitchens. Hitchens. Damon Harris. Dorian O'Daniel. But... What really uh, the interesting part of this Chiefs team yes, is, is their secondary. Brashad Breland, Morris Claiborne, Rashad Fenton, Kendall Fuller, and playing the best football of his career, the Honey Badger in his prime, Tyron Matthew. He's playing, he's playing the best football of his life, and he is just, he is the man on that Chiefs defense. He's been... He's been great in the regular season. He's been great in the postseason. Three passes defended in two games. Not a lot of people are throwing to him. Um, but <laughs> Tyron Matthew, he's been what I've heard. He's been he's been great. He's been nothing short of spectacular. And honestly, I buy it. Hey, his team's in the Super Bowl. Yep. Something's got to be right. But that isn't even – although I, I got to mention there, long, long snapper, James okay. Winchester. James Winchester. Shout out to the long snappers. Shout out to all the long snappers out there. You guys have a tough job. Underappreciated. We appreciate you here at we the We appreciate long snappers For here sure. at the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. That's right. And the we appreciate show. long snappers. Absolutely. But – of all those guys, that isn't even the most interesting part of this Chiefs team. And you know where I'm going. I know where you're this. going, so say your piece right here, officially. The man that I've made fun of. All year, for the last two years. <laughs> for the last two years. For the last year. Last year, last year, I'm sorry. For the last year on this show. Yes. And for 16 years in my life. Yes. Andy Reid is in the Super Bowl. Yes. What uh, Son what what could this mean? What's the outcome here? Although, let's not get into outcomes. Okay, yet. all Hold right. On. What's the what are the implications here then? Andy Reid has been a coach that I've been very hard on. I've been very hard on him, and I've been very hard on on the teams he's held. Sure. Like the the reason why I I picked the the Titans to win the. AFC Championship was because my X Factor was Andy Reid. Call it the Andy Reid Factor. I said Andy Reid can't win big games, and will be proven that on 
on Sunday, we will know whether um God, think about it. It's really, really kind of go into it. If you think about it, ever since 2016, ever since the year of the choke, we have seen the Eagles title drought ended. We have seen, or ever since, or going back to 2016, we have seen the Cubs title drought end. Yes, we have. We have seen the Eagles title drought end. Yes, we have. We have seen the the Astros title drought end, even though... Asterisk, but yes. (laughs) Yeah, with an asterisk. I'm going to put my ring finger half up for that. And we have seen the Capitals drought end. And we have seen the Blues drought end. Mm -hmm. So for years, narratives have been smashed. Narratives have been broken. Hell, we've we. How can I forget the Toronto Raptors? Of course, they won, and it's just been narratives being smashed left and right. And it would just be fitting, wouldn't it? Just be fitting if the Walrus, the choking Walrus, ended up winning a Super Bowl. The choking Walrus. Well, am I wrong? You're not wrong. It's a good. Am I wrong? <laughs> you're yeah. not wrong at all. That's just funny. Uh, that's, a, that's a good. That's a good nickname. Look at him. Look at his mustache. He's a walrus. I will pull up a photo up here for reference, yep. ladies and gentlemen, so you can see him. The uh, here we go. The choking walrus. Everybody, <laughs> there. There he is. <laughs> he does look like a walrus. He's <laughs> a walrus. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh God. Well, has he learned? We will see. The biggest stage. We will see. Okay. I will get into variables and X factors once we actually get to that stage okay. of, of the picking. Which is honestly what everyone wants to see. Of course. Say. Of course. So, um, yeah, Andy Reid, bona fide, um, Hall of Fame coach, in my opinion. But he still has that choking label. Yes. Well, no matter what, both coaches have chips on their shoulder. Right. They have that black, kind of black cloud hanging up above them. Well, meanwhile, Kyle Shanahan is maybe like a small plate of nachos. On his shoulder. Instead of a chip, it's a plate of nachos. It's a whole plate of nachos. God, I could go for nachos. Yeah, now. me too. <laughs> yeah, watch, you have to bring that up. So, all right, like, save for the Super Bowl. You have as many nachos as you want. And meanwhile, Andy Reid, he has, a, like, he has to carry, um like, over the years, he has to carry, like, 20 large bags of Tostitos. Sure, he's got the nachos Bel Grande, uh, like, piled up on his head <laughs> and his shoulder. <laughs> God, for the last like twenty years. God, it's been uh, it's been a ride with uh, with old fat ass and. Uh, <laughs> but I hey, this is uh, what what is what is the beauty of sports? But but redemption, redemption, big time redemption. Yes, whatever coach wins, we're getting a redemption. Sure, pick. sure. 
So with that in mind, where do you want to go to next on this analysis? I um I don't know if we're I'd actually I'd actually like to take a deeper dive into okay. the conference championship games. Okay. Sure. Because we kinda glossed over them. Because like last week we glossed over them because I really wanted to save it for today. Well, we, had a, we had a lot we had a lot mm. to talk about last week, so let's see, uh if you could just go down there. Like we've got like just look up NFL conference championship. Got it. Ooh, just uh just uh God now I'm hungry. I'm starving. Oh, talk to- <laughs> Yo, once I get home, oof, I am gonna You're crush some nachos. I don't know. No, I don't have any shredded cheese. Oh no, what's that? Well somebody should have uh gotten those um hang on, I'm just trying to play. This is easier. All right. We'll pull Google up uh, We'll pull up the scores here. Yahoo Sports. We'll pull up the scores schedule. All right, here we go. Do I never notice that you're okay. using Yahoo Sports? Oh yeah, they're they're solid. All right, where do you want to start? Let's start with the with the Chiefs, the AFC side. Um, okay. I just want to take kind of a deeper dive into this. Okay. You know, um, I. Like I didn't go deep enough into it. I didn't go. Um, All right, we had a lot to talk about last week, so it's fine. How? Uh, yeah. Go for it, though. All right. So, uh, I think I went over. I went over the numbers last week. We did. But, but for uh, reference, the Chiefs beat the Titans thirty-five twenty-four. They were down by ten early, and they uh, well, they then, came back. Yeah, Kansas City came pretty much roaring back and never looked back. Yeah, Mahomes at he had some. Uh, End of the first quarter, uh, catch up on a steak. Sure, <laughs> like, like catch up on steak. That that doesn't That's, sound like a. Um, uh, uh, if you if I, you I did know. that in Texas, you would get killed for it. Let's just put it that way. <clears throat> oh well, you can get killed for doing a lot of things in Texas. Sure. So let's be. Let's well, everyone's be everyone's packing down there, but yes. But that's a <laughs> that's a that's a shootable offense down in Texas. A no catch, don't do not put ketchup on your steak in public down there. God, imagine if everybody packed heat around here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everywhere on the parkway. No. <laughs> Everywhere on the parkway. I have seen like drivers around here are They're very so angry. They're very very angry. People in general around here are very angry. They Look s- at me. Sure. Sure, you're not even driving yet, so or are you? I don't even know. Um, I'm I'm turning sixteen in like, uh, like six weeks. Oh, all right. So you'll be driving soon. Yeah, I got. Fortunately, it. the only thing you have is a light gun, possibly from a Nintendo, but <laughs> or not. I have a zapper in my room. All right, okay. <laughs> Anytime I'm like on the road, I'll just I go pull that out of my glove and like, ding, 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 ding. Although, uh. One one weapon I am very skilled with is a, a toy lightsaber. Of course. Of which we have three of them in here, so watch out. I'm, I'm not waving those around. <laughs> I'm not waving those collector's items around. They're, 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 they can take a beating. But... <laughs> oh, no, don't get me wrong. They can take a beating. <laughs> they can take a beating. All I'm saying is I will kick anyone's ass in right. a lightsaber duel. <laughs> yeah, like, if you see me wave a lightsaber around, like, you'd be convinced I'm, I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, you'd be convinced. Okay, you're more Obi Wan than say the Star Wars kid. Okay, <laughs> the Star Wars kid. Oh, I love what? the Star Wars kid. That's more mm-hmm. me. Wait, who's the Star Wars? You know the kid? one. You know he uh, his, his he's swinging around a broom, 
Like you had a fake backdrop and uh, the tape got leaked and it went viral. You never saw the Star Wars kid video? No, I've never seen that. Let me see if I can find it while uh, while you. Oh my God, dude, this is perfect time to kill. Like while we're waiting for the the Super Bowl picks. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll see how many views this had. Is it's in? It's got to be in the millions at this point. Uh, Thirty-five million views, everybody. And uh, oh man. Yeah, there's a just video of a kid. He was. Uh, oh yeah, go press it. Come on. <laughs> Come on, come on, we don't need to see the ad. Uh, come we're not, on, we're not shilling for uh, whatever ad this is because they ain't paying us. So, yeah, um, they ain't paying us. Say, if any any people want to advertise for us, here you go. Call me, the Star Wars kid. He's, he's swinging around, <laughs> almost hits himself in the face. <laughs> you know what? You uh, you can laugh at him all you want, but look at that passion. Look at that heart. You know, it, it maybe he doesn't have the training of say a Ray Park play Darth Maul but uh you know he's, he's swinging this thing around like uh <laughs> although like the lightsaber combat I am like the only like I can't do double I can't do Darth Maul lightsaber like I can't I can't swing around the lightsaber like that <laughs> but watch like, I can't swing around the lightsaber that looks like that yeah but though I just party hits the backdrop and uh, he almost falls down but yeah it's uh, a <laughs> And uh, he keeps going too, which is uh, which is uh, all right. Take three, take three. Yeah, look oh, at that, Pat. Look oh, at that. Look at that. Look at that. Just see you know, a little more training. You throw him in a Star Wars movie, man. And uh, he keeps going. There's one part where he hits the backdrop and it almost falls down. But uh, yeah, this went this went viral. Um, jeez, man. Uh, 2006. So this is a 14-year-old video. <laughs> but there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, the Star Wars kid. I think there's one more. He keeps going. <laughs> okay, first of all, he's not holding that well. Wow, no. All. Well, here's that. Here he hits the backdrop. He almost fell <laughs> down. down. He almost fell down. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love him though. <laughs> Yeah, some you know somebody did put it to the the uh, Duel of the Fates music, and um, in my personal opinion, Duel of the Fates is the best piece of music in any it's, movie ever. It's, it's the only good thing that came out of the Phantom Menace, but yeah, ah, Darth Maul. I, I don't know why every, I don't know why everybody like hates the prequels. So like, I remember watching well, <laughs> the Last Jedi. They're bad, like the Last Jedi Last makes Jedi. those movies. It does. Look, they they like make classic. those movies look better. Right. Oh, absolutely. It does. Yes. Oh, the one prequel movie, like I'm not gonna say they were good per se. They were entertaining. They yes. kept me interested. Sure. Like they were interesting movie. They had an overarching story. They had an outline. You know, like I don't know if uh, if people at Disney know what a story outline is for Star um, Wars anymore. No, no, they don't. <laughs> just kind of throw. <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this. Let's throw it all in there. Yes, like, they it's just like a give, blender. Is give it to one director, and then it's like, okay, you have the job of establishing these characters, giving them potential conflicts and arcs that could be explored. But then we're going to give it to another director who, like, actually, I've, I've heard Ryan Johnson, aside from Star Wars, actually made really good movies. Oh, sure. Yeah. Knives Out. Sure. 
well, Knives Out had Captain America and James Bond in it, so <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you can really mess that up. But again, Last Jedi had Mark Hamill, so. Sure. We, you, we give it to another guy. They're going to potentially destroy everything you set up, which, uh, oh my God, actually happened. And then we're going to give it. We were planning to you have a different director for episode nine, but but episode eight was such a dumpster fire, horrible hellscape of a movie that they just ended up giving it back to the same director that did episode seven, and it was it was like um uh they, here fix it. It's like J.J. Abrams. If it's one thing he knows how to do, it's make a safe movie. Yes. But in the process, he ended up We're entertaining too. But in the process, he ended up killing the character arc of the arguably the most important character of the entire saga. Which that's a whole rant for another time. Sure, that's another podcast. But uh, all right, back to football. Back to football. Back to football. Back to football. Yeah, but you know, any opportunity we have to talk Star Wars. We're, we're both massive nerds. Huge nerds. Like, we're nerds that talk about sports, I swear. Like, he's literally a short Asian version of me. So Pretty much, yes. He's mini-me. I am, yes. Uh, but yeah, Kansas City, We, I mean, we saw all their weapons come out. I said Two they huge looked, comeback I victories. I said they looked off. Like, I said it before the divisional round. I said, ah, the Chiefs are kind of looked off. I don't know what it is. They're yeah, just a they didn't off. look off anymore. And then, uh, but dude... <laughs> That's what happens when you have a quarterback that turns it on in the playoffs. That's what happens when you have a quarterback of that playing at that level. That's what happens. And, oh, God, just what a team they are. What a team. Both teams, both Spirited competitors. Yeah, San Francisco took care of Green Bay rather easily. So yeah, yeah. But again, and they rolled over. They rolled over the the Vikings too. So they they. (laughs) It's funny, (laughs) like the Forty Niners beat the NFC North, and the Chiefs beat the AFC South. Yes, (laughs) I just thought that was funny. I just wanted to throw that. It's it's very telling for sure. I just wanted to throw that out there. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Ah, anyways, it's time to get to the part you've all been waiting for. Yes. Overall predictions, everybody. We'll go <laughs> the scores, everything. The line right now is the Chiefs. Okay, could you scroll down to the line? Yes. The line is the Chiefs are favored by one and a half points. The line for um, the Chiefs is uh, 120. Yeah, over-under, 54.5 points. Uh, the over-under, 54.5? Okay, let, let's uh, start I, with the over-under. Okay, I'm, I would go over the over. I'm, uh, I don't know why you're – we'll get to final score predictions perhaps. I have mine, but I think 54.5 actually sounds pretty low. Um, To be honest. But you tell me what you think. <laughs> Dude. I'll, I got to go with the over. Yeah. I got to be honest. Like, I'll, I, I see these two Patrick Mahomes. Just Patrick Mahomes. How can I not take the over 
when Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. Right. And also that 49er rushing attack. Just a beastly, beastly unit. Just a great, great, just a great, great, uh, yeah, unit. Yeah, they did some damage this year. Just an absolute unit, that 49er rushing attack. And uh, the Chiefs, uh, to Mahomes, just Patrick Mahomes, like I have, like that. There, that is all that needs to be said about the Chiefs and how their offense is going to have an effect in this game. Yeah, the QBs stat-wise are almost neck and neck. Um, well, the thing is, Garoppolo played a whole season, and uh, Mahomes missed like four games. He did, and Mahomes, uh, stat, you know, more uh, almost as many touchdowns. He's the yeah. only one behind. The touchdown department uh, is thrown for just a few more yards. But, um, yeah. But we know we do, uh, the Mahomes, man. He's got, <laughs> I don't want to call it an X factor or, you know, maybe like some um, super soldier uh, he, serum he, or something, yeah, man. Yeah, he's got something. He's yeah. got that Captain America serum. Yeah. <laughs> like it, that, his ability is so inexplicable. For a quarterback, it is just one of the best. He's one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. He's going to be an all-time great. Yeah, it's going to come into play unless they can neutralize him somehow. (laughs) Hey, if it's any defense I can neutralize him, it's the San Francisco defense. Right, so I'm sure they're pouring over game tape, coming up with strategies to uh, make him ineffective. Hey, they had two weeks to prepare for That's right. This is how they're going to win the game, though. But can Mahomes be stopped? That's what we're going to see this week. All right. It's it's Mahomes versus the Padawan. It's the unstoppable force versus the immovable object. Yes. KC versus SF. Into the arena they go. Who will be on top? Mang, I'm putting you on the spot. Who do you uh, got? I'm going to go with Kansas City. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a... not a super high scoring game, but uh, you know it's gonna definitely going with the over. I'm predicting Kansas City 38, San Francisco 35. I believe uh, as the minutes tick down, Kansas City will have possession. They will drive down the field and they will kick that winning field goal. That is my prediction. Huh. <laughs> um, now do I'm you not have your pick for Super Bowl MVP. Oh, I'm Patrick Mahomes. I'm going Mahomes, <laughs> man. Yeah, easily. Easily. Um, I all right. Cameron Woolley. <clears throat> I gotta go to San Francisco. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I respect <laughs> that, that decision. Th- that defensive line. Okay. Is that that defense in general is just murder. Okay. So that think, that uh, defense is brutal. All right. So they they uh, they're going to their coverage is going to be good. They're going to pressure Mahomes. It's going to possibly oh, make bad decisions. They're going to have any decision at all. It's just pressure, pressure, pressure and more, more and more and more okay. pressure. And then they're going to they're, they're be able like, to stop the run game as well. They're gonna beat him through pressure. They're gonna beat him by by making him make rare, rare mistakes. And San Francisco, they're gonna take it. Um, I feel like Garoppolo is gonna be a way bigger factor here. But meanwhile, um, that running game 
is going to be a definite factor. It's going to be going to be great. It's going to be a very close game, in my opinion. I, I see eye to eye with you. Very high scoring. Sure. I yeah, it's two have, very important offenses. I have San Francisco thirty-one to. I'm gonna go uh, actually 35-31. Wow. Okay, I, I could get behind that. It's gonna be close for sure. <laughs> like they can't stop Mahomes, but I believe they can. They can be better than him. And they can be better than him. Okay. The defense will make the plays that they need to make. And as for Super that's Bowl, how you win as, games. As for Super Bowl MVP, okay. I'm gonna go with. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Nick Bo- Nick Bosa for Super Bowl MVP. Interesting pick. And if it's anyone on the offense, I'm going to go maybe uh I'm going to go bold. If it's on the offense, I'd I'd go with George Kittle. Wow, okay. Inter- tight end George Kittle. Interesting <laughs> picks. Yeah, if if it like if it's an offensive player. I'd go with Kittle for okay. Super Bowl MVP. Nick Bosa. All right. I like it. And here's another factor that you've got to worry about. Of course, Andy Reid. Yes. Is always a factor. <laughs> I think you're, uh, you're, 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 yes. You're but, depending but, on the Andy Reid. Okay. Factor. You, you got to open, uh, put Safari on that, on the, on the screen okay. again. Put I Safari on, on the recording again. You got it. Okay. Look up who's on the Madden cover. Okay. Look who's on the Madden 20 cover. I am going there look now. Who's on there. And oh hey, look. <laughs> okay. Look at that. So look you're at going that. you're going with the curse then. You believe <laughs> yep, in the curse. Yep, this is such an unpredictable <laughs> game. This is easily in my life the hardest Super Bowl to predict. Both teams are so easily evenly matched. I, I love this. Look at look who's on the Madden 19 cover, just for reference. <laughs> Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. And uh, this is the 2020. Will Chris will live on, huh? <clears throat> yeah. I. It's such a close game that I'm telling you, I, I have, I have to, like. Like, it, it may be a stupid reason. It's not. It's not a stupid but, reason. But over the years, has there ever been a player or a team that has not been affected by the curse? I don't believe so. I think everybody has, so. Um, let's go backwards. Antonio Brown, that, that there's, <laughs> that doesn't even need an explanation. Madden 18, Tom Brady, he lost the Super Bowl that year. He did. I'm pulling up the covers here. Hopefully, uh, all right. Gronk, he got hurt. Odell Beckham, his team went. <laughs> Odell Beckham, his team went six and ten, and he was revealed to be a stupid head case. Right. Uh, Richard Sherman, uh, the whole Malcolm Butler thing. Uh, Barry Sanders? I'm not going to count that. No. Well, I mean, that team's just cursed anyway, so... <laughs> Madden 13, Calvin Johnson, this team went 4-12. and 12. Peyton Hillis, his career got shot. Um, Drew Brees, uh, Beast Quick. 
Mantana, Palomalu, and Fitzgerald. Um, I can't recall their teams going yeah. anywhere. Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Brett, Brett Favre. Or the Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, sorry. There was a scandal that came out about Brett Favre. Sure. That, that's a little too NSFW for this show. <laughs> Vince Young. He was a one-year wonder. Madden 08. Uh, Sean Alexander. He was a one-year wonder. His career was his career was gone. Donovan McNabb got hurt the year he was on the cover. Is that Ray Lewis? <laughs> Ray Lewis. We need no explanation needed. <laughs> Ray Lewis. Michael Vick, <laughs> I believe. I, no I believe, explanation needed. I believe he got hurt that year as well. Marshall Falk, I believe he got hurt. Dante Culpepper, I think. Um, I don't really know what happened with Culpepper. Yeah. I think he got hurt. And whoever the running back was on Madden 01. Is that Eddie George? It might be. Um, oh, my God, Eddie George. Let me look that up. I, I just no, want to make sure. I, I, son of a bitch, that might be Eddie George. Uh, yep, it's Eddie George. Eddie yep, George, wow. Tennessee Titans, good pick. I got it. Good pull, good pull. And then the 2000 cover just says John Madden on it. He's he's yeah. immune to everything, so <laughs> except for airplanes, he doesn't like airplanes. But wow, yeah. So the curse is real. Yeah, the curse is real. Wow, what that might be the X factor, man. Watch, they're gonna tank, and and that and what? What else can you point to, but that but the Madden curse? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And if Mahomes wins, if the Chiefs win. And then the curse will be broken for the first time ever. Yep. Okay. So that's your. Those are your official picks from the Cameron Willie Show. I'm going with the Chiefs. You're going with the 49ers. We will see what happens this Sunday. Yep. Where are you watching Indeed. the game? I don't know. I might go to that. Are you coming to the time. Super Duper Bowl? Uh, maybe. Wow. Maybe okay. I, I don't know. Like. Like I asked if I was actually going to be on the show, but they but they said um, they were completely booked for podcasters on the show. Well, we might be able to get you on there. Uh, I think they you, you definitely have fire, heart, and knowledge. I think this could be fun. I may demand <laughs> if you're there. I may demand that you come up there with me. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, a couple of uh, just some background. A couple of our podcasters here at Shared Universe Podcast Studio. They're called Calling the Shots. They're sports based podcasts along with pop culture. But they have, uh, last year, they did a thing called the Super Duper Bowl, where it was a live podcast in Asbury Park at a live venue with the Super Bowl being projected behind all of us. So it was <laughs> oh a podcast, plus we watched the game. And last year it worked out great because the game sucked. <laughs> so our, the focus was on all the podcasters. It's a rotating crew of podcasters every quarter. And then they have a band called the Carl Malones during halftime covering whoever the Super Bowl band is. Last year it was Maroon 5, and I thought they were better than the real Maroon 5. This oh, year they're... That halftime show sucked. Okay, the only reason that I was hyped for that halftime show was yes. the chance that they were going to play Sweet Victory. Oh. And they had SpongeBob. Oh, yeah, and they like, did do it. Like They had it. I was in my room jumping like, yeah, let's go. And they didn't go. do it. They didn't do it. <laughs> and then and I was like, oh, my God. And then it's it crap. just went from there. And then Travis Scott showed up on stage and... Just saying, Travis Scott without auto tune sucks. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but this year's J Lo and Shakira, and the Carl Malones are covering J Lo and Shakira. I don't know how you're going to cover J Lo. I think they're that talented that they're going to be able to do it, and I'm excited. <laughs> and I urge everyone to come out to the House of Independence this Sunday, February second, 
Doors open at 5.30. Game starts at 6.30 or pregame or whatever. And come out. You'll be you'll see a lot of familiar faces. I'll be there. Uh, Mike Zapsik from Shared Universe will be refereeing. <laughs> you know, calling penalties and telling everybody about the two-minute warning and God, Lord knows what else. But uh, this should be fun. I, I haven't met Mike yet. I haven't met him. He's an interesting character for sure. Was he, he on um, Comic Book Man with you? He was on Comic Book with me. Uh, he knows jack about sports. And this should be fun. This should be fun. So uh, I urge everyone to come out. Like, wow, I haven't... Cameron Woolley may make an appearance, which will be interesting. Yeah, stay tuned. Okay, stay tuned. I would love to see you there. Yeah, I haven't done anything on the Super Bowl since 28 to 3. Yeah. So, like, All right. And this should be, it'll be a fun time. It'll be a fun time. House of Independence, Asbury Park, everybody. Yeah. Wow. All right, that's cool. If you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lo- I'd love it if you showed up, man. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, it's a fun time. Cool, man. Uh, so anything else about... This game, um, all I know is uh, it's it's gonna be better than last year. That's almost <laughs> yeah. I don't guarantee <laughs> yeah. anything, yeah. but yeah, it's a guarantee. Come on, yeah, it's a lock. Come on, man. That's the only lock that we can have right now. Is it's gonna be a better game than last year? All right. I want to see if there's any more crazy news that came out. Okay. I mean, you know, you know, we got <laughs> it's been a very up and down week for sure. And uh, um, some interesting baseball news. Um, okay, Nick Castellanos finally signed. <laughs> well, who did he sign with? The Reds. Oh, but why are the Reds signing everybody? This well, season? they gotta do something, man. So, they gotta do something. All right, anything else? Who's who's still out there? Pitchers and catchers report in like oh, yeah. two weeks, man. I don't know. Who is there? Anybody still out there that? Uh. uh Probably another Boris client. Probably, I, yeah. I don't even know. Well, yeah, most of the major players. Oh yeah, and the Diamondbacks uh, got Starling Marte. Oh okay, that's uh, right. That's just... that's uh, that is pretty interesting. Royals resign Alex Gordon. I like Alex Gordon. And uh, Nationals to resign Ryan Zimmerman. That's I like Ryan Zimmerman too. But you know he's uh, <laughs> Luis Rojas was hired as the. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> nobody cares. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlos Beltran for Meet two glorious Mets. weeks he was the Mets manager. But meet the Mets, meet the Mets. And uh, yeah, Donaldson went to the Twins. That's like a two week old story. But <laughs> oh my god, eh, not two week. Well, a week old, a week old. Oh my god, dude. I like Josh Donaldson too. after after the Super Bowl. We're going into sports hell. For a little More. bit, for a little bit, then 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 we got spring training. And then man. pitchers and catchers. Mm. Oh, thank God, baseball is going to be back. I know, yeah. Oh, sweet we'll baseball games. God, sweet. We'll be hoping sweet for the best. Yankees deliver me from this hell. Oh, you know they're going to. It's a Giants and Devil fan. Come on, please. you know they're going to. There's, there's. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be down in Camden Yards opening day. To witness Garrett Cole's first if, start as a New York If I got nothing Yankee. going on, I may be down there with you. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll, <laughs> you should. <laughs> we could do a show during the game. That would be cool. Or at least between innings, we'll do some analysis. But all right. Or like during the seven things, stretch, Or like pregame. Yes. I, got, I can't forget to get the cheese fries. Do not forget the cheese fries. I'll be over at Boog, Boog Powell's Barbecue. That's my spot. <laughs> well, uh, I'll take your word for it. They probably have good fries. They don't have any fries, so you don't have to worry what? about that. It's just barbecue. You got pit beef, you got roast pork, and I think they do Ooh. a turkey sandwich. It's good. Don't they do like ribs or something like that? I don't think they do ribs. 
Oh, God. Just sandwiches. I think I know what I might have for dinner tonight. I might make my mom order Applebee's. Oh, the baby back ribs? All right, barbecue sauce. All right. Oh, dude. Applebee's. <laughs> it can't go wrong with Applebee's ribs. No, you it can't, can't go wrong with Applebee's in general. No, you cannot. So, all right. Anyways, big show, big show today. Um, uh, yeah, we. I think we covered it all. We, we did. Had a, had a good show. Good show this year. Enjoy the game, everybody. Uh, whether you're at home or you go go out, hopefully you come to the Super Duper Bowl too. Yeah. Uh, but wherever you are, uh, enjoy the game. Get home safe. Um, and, uh, and God bless all those all the people who are working that night. Can't forget, like the bartenders, the delivery guys. Yeah, for sure. They're the real MVPs of that they night. They are no, you know, no food. There's no like food. I learned, I learned to appreciate that. Absolutely. My father is a member of that that that, that brigade. Hard workers. Yeah, tip them well if you head out. To, tip them uh, well. A beer garden or a beer hall or you know, the, anywhere. They're sacrificing their night to make yours better. Right. Remember that. Well said. And the pizza delivery guys too. Yes. All the delivery guys. All the delivery girls. Yes. All the delivery um, people. All the delivery tip people. Tip them well. Tip them well and enjoy the game. And from Ming Chen in the Shared Universe Podcast Studio, be sure to like and subscribe. And God damn it, watch the YouTube videos. Subscribe to my YouTube channel if you're listening on SoundCloud or Spotify or whatever not YouTube platform you <laughs> preferably listen to the Camera Mully Show on. Be sure. Be sure to join my Discord server. All it takes is a quick DM on Twitter or Instagram. Be sure to follow my Twitter and Instagram as well, at Cam Woolley Show. And I'm Cameron Woolley. Stay classy, New Jersey.